Happy Families podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. Strengths don't just have to be things that we perform well in that we can show off on a stage. Strengths are much deeper than that. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson. I'm here with my wife, Kylie, mum to our six kids. Uh, I'm the founder of happyfamilies.com.au and the parenting expert and co-host on Channel 9's TV show, Parental Guidance, which is what we're going to be talking about today. I cannot wait to see how free rangers do a sleepover. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Give your parents a hug because it might be the last time you see them. Give my old parents a hug. Are we going to have fun? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a very healthy free-range chicken. Kylie, last night, I I know that you you have to say yes to this question, but are you loving this show? (laughs) It's kept me riveted. I don't usually watch a lot of TV. No. But I'm really enjoying watching the families evolve. You know what I'm enjoying? People are generally being really nice about the show. It's, um, it's, It's reaching... A huge number of people. It's going extremely well and uh, and it's giving us so much to talk about. And when I said so much to talk about, I don't mean just on the podcast. I mean in life. Like people are talking about parenting and trying to work out what we're supposed to do. So we should talk about last night. There are two things that happened last night. Well, the, the very first one came when we got that first panoramic view of the crowded house. <laughs> you literally, every time it comes into view, Such you're a like, big house. do you know how big that house is? I've never been in a house so big. So big. It's like a, it's, it's like a hotel. We had we had four families, four full families, plus about, I don't know, 30 or 40 production crew, plus Alison and I. And there, there were rooms that we didn't even need to use in that house. Like, it was huge. <laughs> So it really wasn't that crowded, was it? Well, (laughs) now that you say it, I feel like the parents probably felt like it was pretty crowded while they were looking after 12 kids for a day. (laughs) I bet you they did. So let's talk about it. We had two activities that occurred last night. Our tiger parents were put straight into the deep end. We literally sat them all down in the house and said, 90 minutes till the talent show and you guys have got it. And then our free range parents also had an activity to do, which we'll talk about shortly. Let's talk about... Well, we could talk about the talent show and there's there's a lot to enjoy from it. Tiger kids don't say no because that's not one of the options. Do you know any jokes, Timothy? He's got some really funny jokes, don't you? Uh, I got a good one. Why did the pig cross the road? Because he was hungry to get dinner? No, because he wanted to snore in someone's face. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Tiger's Talent Show. MC role that Seb was given, the tiger parenting really came into play there. Okay, we have prepared a special joke for you. Kevin just had to take over. All right, are we ready? I did feel Kevin didn't quite give enough opportunities to Sebastian, who was helping MC. I think Kevin maybe got a little bit carried away and took over a little bit at that time. That's the part of tiger parenting that, that we would never yeah, we Embrace. would let them go and let them make the mistake. As Tiger Kids, we never give up! Tiger Bell! The thing that I really wanted to draw out today from that experience was watching some children who had absolute clarity yes. on what their strengths were. Yeah, you mean the Tiger Parents kids? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> and, and these other kids who really just didn't have a clue that they have strengths. 
So this is what I love about the podcast. We're not just doing a recap of the show. We're actually talking about the issues that matter to parents. How are you supposed to know what your kids' strengths are? How do you help your children to recognize and develop their talents, their abilities, their gifts, their capacities, their, their, their strengths? I think for most people, we see a talent as being something that you can show off. Right. A musical instrument, for instance, sure. singing, um, you know, you're really good at sports or – uh, in their case, they, they tried to teach them magic tricks, but it's something that you can see. And sometimes it actually isn't. But I think the most important thing in helping our kids to recognize what their strengths are, what their talents are, is leaning into the things that they just are naturally drawn towards. And one of the best ways we can do that is by actually exposing our children to a wide range of activities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a book called uh, The Strength Switch by Professor Lee Waters. Uh, Lee and I are both based at the Centre for – oh, sorry, we're, we're both aligned with the Centre for Wellbeing Research uh, at the University of Melbourne. And uh, in, in her book, The Strength Switch, she talks about different strengths and how we can just notice them in our kids. And sometimes their performance strengths, like Leo and Mimi can play those musical instruments, like, holy cow, they're good at that. But there's also these things called character strengths. So so she gives some examples in her book. Imagine if parents used these kinds of words. Now, this isn't going to look very good in a talent show, by the way. You can't stand up on stage and have someone say to you, I really admire the strategic thinking you showed in organising the fundraiser at school. But strategic thinking is a strength. Or you show great teamwork. I'm proud of your humility. I wish I had your self-awareness and self-control. Uh, I love the, the way you forgive your brother or the integrity in which you make decisions. Uh, I can see your love of learning, your persistence, your work ethic. So strengths don't just have to be things that we perform well in that we can show off on a stage. Strengths are much deeper than that. They're not just that. But I think when we recognise what their strengths are, then we're able to almost handpick the kinds of activities that we would introduce them to which tap into those strengths. I'm currently reading Andre Agassi's autobiography. It's called Open. He was raised by not just a tiger parent. He was raised by like the most over-the-top, on steroids, crazy, abusive tiger parent that I've ever heard of. It was just staggering how hard his, his dad pushed him to become the world number one in tennis from the age of six. He was hitting literally a couple of thousand tennis balls per day every single day. Uh, and, and what Agassi talks about is how much he hates tennis. He just, he hates tennis. He never liked it. He never wanted to play, but his parents wouldn't listen. And I think if we really want to help our kids to uh, identify, recognize, develop their strengths, we need to listen and watch. And, and the other thing that really stands out to me that's important is we've got to expose them to lots of opportunities to develop themselves in terms of both their, their, maybe their sporting or their drama or their art or their craft or their music, but also their character. Are we putting them into opportunities where they're not just pleasing themselves all the time? Where are they learning? What are they developing? How are they growing? And and really what it comes down to, I think, and, and, and Kevin and Debbie as Tiger Parents really exemplify this, they're willing to sacrifice for their kids to develop their strengths. They want to know what their kids' strengths are. They give them the opportunity and we see them like they're a musical family and those kids love music. So to me, it comes down to as parents, are we asking the right questions and exposing our children to the right opportunities? But then are we listening to the kids and giving them those opportunities to develop and grow? I mean, if we, if we have a look at those other families, Kylie, um, the, the, the four nine-year-olds from Brett and Tony, 
Brett and Tony pretty much said on the show, yeah, we haven't really given our kids any extracurricular opportunities, any chance to develop and explore what their strengths and talents might be. And Penny and Daniel were pretty much the same. Uh, we, we heard that from, from them as parents. My main point is, if you're going to help your kids to recognise and develop strengths, you've got to expose them to opportunities and listen. That would be my take-home message. Well, after the break, we're going to tackle the best sleepover ever. It's the Happy Families Podcast. Imagine a home where discipline got results without anyone having to feel bad or in trouble. The Do's and Don'ts of Discipline is a webinar to help parents set limits with love, compassion and humanity. Find it now at happyfamilies.com.au slash shop. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. And we are reviewing last night's episode seven of Parental Guidance. We've talked about the talent show and how we can help our children to recognize and develop their own strengths so that they can shine in their own right. But I'm really interested in this sleepover because can I tell you, when you guys started that pillow fight, all I could think about was... Holy smokes, that's a lot of feathers. The cleanup took so long and everyone was coughing and spluttering. I mean, you saw Debbie running out of the room. I need an antihistamine. Well, are you, you, <laughs> when she did the, the snow angel, the f- feather angel, I couldn't believe how deep the feathers were. There was a lot of feathers. It, it was absolutely insane. The cleanup was horrendous. Uh, let's talk about the free range parents though. A couple of things that stood out to me when we're watching what happens when kids are in this situation. Did you notice the children particularly of the strict parents, Andrew and Miriam. Yes, I did. Donut time. We can eat as much donut as we want. My parents will never allow this. Cheers. And screen time. That was particularly noticeable at meal time. Is it dinner time? No, you eat whenever you want. What? Really? There was a large group of the children just glued in to a, a laptop and almost oblivious to what was going on around them in the room. There was no sense of family. A lot of the children just doing their own thing, doing what they wanted to do, but the collective sense of of togetherness didn't exist at all. There was just no ability to regulate by themselves. Or no desire. I'm, I'm sure that if they needed to, they could have and would have, but there was no desire to. With no limits in place, there was absolutely just, there was no desire to control anything. No, no, <laughs> Just, no. And, and what was interesting was they knew mum and dad were literally watching. But mum and dad aren't mum and dad today. No. The free range parents are. I, I also, I, there was a few other things that stood out to me though, and I think this was some excellent, excellent parenting. Number one, let's get outside and run these kids ragged. Can we play soccer? Yeah, we can play soccer. All right, let's do it. Let's head to the soccer field. Let's it's a party. It's a sleepover. We know that everyone needs to get to sleep eventually, so let's tire them out. And it was so it was so great to see the way everyone got outside and just ran around. Well, and the parents were involved. Fully. And I think that, that that's a massive lesson that we can all take away from that. We want the kids to be busy and doing stuff, but how often do we actually say, you know, go and play in the background while I do my – my things inside, yeah. and they go, oh, this is boring. Now, in fairness, when you're recording a TV show and you've got nothing to do except play with the kids, it's much easier to do that. In real life, sometimes you do just need to send the kids in the backyard so that you can get things done. But let's let's acknowledge we could probably be more involved with our kids uh, than, than, than some of us perhaps are. The other thing that uh, stood out to me was that they still have limits, so a lot of people keep on saying, oh, free-range parenting, kids can do whatever they want. No, no, no. It's about kids exploring and understanding what the limits are. But Daniel made it really clear. All right, guys, the screens are off. 
we're going to have some quiet time now. You can stay up as long as you like, but the screens are off, the lights are going down. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he was saying there's, there's a certain cutoff time here where we're not going to let you continue to just party all night. I wasn't actually sure how they were going to handle that, mm. and I was really impressed. Just, again, allowing the kids autonomy to choose their own bedtime but creating boundaries around it was – I was impressed. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about in relation to last night's episode? before we wrap things up with a couple of take-home messages that really stood out? I'll be really interested to see which parents go through. To the final round. Yeah. All right. Well, tonight tonight we find out from uh, Brit and Tony, our routine parents, and Andrew and Miriam, our strict parents, what's going to happen in, in their challenges and how they're going to fare compared to these two groups of parents. Take-home messages from last night's episode. Helping our kids recognise and develop their strengths yes. provides them with an ability to feel competence. Oh, yeah. And as a result, have confidence in their own ability. So to help them to recognise and develop their strengths, we need to expose them to opportunities and then listen, pay attention to what lights them up and brings them joy. And the other take-home message, I think, from the second day in the crowded house with Penny and Daniel and their sleepover party is that getting involved with the kids really makes a difference and you can be pretty loose, pretty free range and still have clear limits around what's okay and what's not. And I think they showed that really well. I'm just feeling really sorry for whoever's on tonight because after that sleepover, they are going to be sugar-dosed and exhausted. We can't wait to find out what happens in tonight's episode of Parental Guidance. Please join us on Channel 9 from 7.30 this evening. The Happy Families Podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. Hey, just before we wrap this up, on Saturday of this week, I'm going to be spending the entire day doing a couple of workshops called Little People big feelings. If you've got little people who have big feelings and you'd like to know how you can navigate, regulate and manage what's going on with those kids, please jump on to happyfamilies.com.au or our Facebook page, Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families and sign up. Spots are strictly limited. We're only allowing- sold out last time and yeah. there were a lot of people who were really sad they didn't get in. Only allowing 50 people into each workshop and it's all done virtually. We would love to have you join in for Little People Big Feelings this Saturday. For that and a whole lot more about making your family happier, please visit happyfamilies.com.au happyfamilies.com.au